The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Ian Stewart. Last week, Democratic Senator Tim Kaine and a number of colleagues requested an investigation into Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Thomas, according to ProPublica, has not disclosed hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of gifts from Texas businessman Harlan Crow. The conservative real estate developer has a few Virginia connections. Crow donated to campaigns for Governor Glenn Youngkin and Lieutenant Governor Winsome Earl Sears, according to the Virginia Public Access Project. He's also an emeritus trustee of the Thomas Jefferson Foundation. And in 2021, Crow offered to buy a statue of Meriwether Lewis, William Clark, and Sacagawea in Charlottesville that was being removed. Norfolk officials plan to make changes to a flood wall project after concerns from Southside residents. City Council is scheduled to vote on the project Tuesday night. Catherine Hafner with WHRO News has more. The Resilient Norfolk Project is a $2.6 billion federal agreement with the Army Corps of Engineers. City Council postponed a vote on it last month after environmental justice concerns. Sharon Hendrick is president of the Campostela Civic League. She says the plan did not include any physical flood barriers on their side of the Elizabeth River. We were told some basements would be filled with concrete and then some homes would be elevated, and that wasn't sufficient enough for us. But we're pretty confident that they've heard our cries and will do the right thing. The city and Norfolk District of the Army Corps are now asking federal officials to let them include the South Side. Congress would have to approve the changes to the agreement. Mayor Kenny Alexander says the issue is the way the government calculates what's worth protecting. That's often based on things like property values. The cost-benefit analysis may not factor in the sentimental value, the historical value, the social value. The Army Corps says they'll still work on the first phase in the meantime. That was Catherine Hafner with WHRO News. Last week, the city posted a job description for a chief of police with a salary range between $155,000 and $247,000. The position has been held by acting police chief Rick Edwards since fall 2022. Now, Edwards has officially applied for the spot, according to NBC12. In a statement, Edwards called his tenure in the position both challenging and rewarding. He took over after Gerald Smith resigned from the job following criticism of his statements around an investigation into an alleged for the July mass shooting plot at Dogwood Dell. Next week, the Virginia Board of Education will formally consider a new proposal to put more weight on standardized test scores in school ratings. It could make it harder for Virginia schools to become fully accredited. Right now, close to 90 percent of schools have met the state benchmark. Megan Pauley with VPM News reports. The Youngkin administration wants to add a separate indicator of school quality that only shows the percent of students scoring proficient in reading and math. Right now, when looking up academic achievement data online, that percent is combined with data on individual student growth. VCU professor Kim Bridges was on a state work group last year looking at Virginia's accreditation process. 
She says the group emphasized the need to put equal weight on proficiency and student growth. Adjusting the balance of those two things should be of concern to folks who want to make sure that they're getting credit for the good teaching that they're doing that might be bringing students along post-pandemic where they're not yet reaching proficiency, but puts them on a trajectory for it. The current push from the Yunkin administration to focus more on proficiency has been tied to Virginia's low scores on a national standardized test. The federal definition of proficiency is different than Virginia's. Because of that, state education officials are also looking to raise the benchmark for what is considered proficient on Virginia's exams. Megan Pauley, VPM News. A federal trial will decide whether the U.S. government must pay Arlington County for land taken to expand Arlington National Cemetery. The expansion has already begun and is expected to extend the cemetery's ability to add burial sites until 2060, according to the Associated Press. The federal government could be required to pay Arlington County up to $21 million for land. The federal government says it's fulfilling its duties by replacing and improving roads on the cemetery's southern border. But the county says it should also be compensated for a four-acre parcel that could be turned into housing if it were rezoned. The unions representing 341 striking advanced six employees at its Southside Hopewell plant say the company has not negotiated in good faith. A public letter from the unions claims that employees have had their health insurance discontinued, according to the Progress Index. There currently are no meetings scheduled to continue negotiations. Advanced 6 recently has come under fire for dozens of state and federal environmental violations. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. PM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.